Hello, hello. You look so pretty. Oh, thank you. With all your makeup on still. Yes, I need to uh, take it off, but you know. Take it off, take it all off. Are you still wearing your lashes too? I am. I put them back on today. You take yours off? Oh yeah, I took them off that (laughs) night. Yeah. (laughs) I can't sleep with them on. I mean, they're just cheapy, you know. Me too. It's not like they're extensions or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Um, so we got to hang out on Friday. So that was we cool. Did it was so much fun. It was. It was so much fun. I love being able to just hang out with like wild and crazy girls night. <laughs> you know, it's like or it was a you know Friday night at this like happening. I had no idea where I was going, right? I'd never been Neither there did before. I. I've never been there. Go and I'm looking and I'm like opening the door. I'm like, oh, this is like a happening, like young 20-something bar on a friday night okay Uh (laughs) uh-huh i'm like all right all right and then you know we're sitting in the corner like we're leaving by like nine you know we've got a toddler with us it's not like it was real wild and crazy you guys we didn't get wild and crazy but it was definitely like loud like music i'm like i haven't been in this kind of environment in a long time it was kind of fun in a way you know, Definitely. because it's like we were surrounded by it, but it wasn't like intruding upon us. Like we weren't like having to like scream over, you know, them to hear each other. We, you know, we weren't being like shoved from all directions. Like if you were in like middle of a crowded, you know, room or something, you know, we're at our table or booth or whatever we were and we were totally fine. Like we were insulated yeah. from being like hit by these people. We were like in our own bubble, but like in the middle of this, you got those people that were dressed up in like the eighties, like for whatever reason. That I was awesome. Know. I meant to, I wanted to ask them why they were dressed up like that, but then they left before I could. Yeah. Cause I was like, those are some great outfits. They were, they were like those windbreaker style, like outfits. Like from yeah. the 80s. Oh, they were so good. You could hear them walking you know (laughs) just looking at it (laughs) yes yeah so we got to hang out and um with lauren and tabs and danielle and little miss kaya Mm -hmm. so um always good yes so that was fun and i ate the hell out of some mexican food that night and oh my god it was so good (laughs) it was good it was really good those nachos that you had for um kaya were really good (laughs) and then i was just like half of them piling my like enchilada mess on top of them (laughs) i was like (laughs) um Anyway, so yeah, sorry guys. That's you know, it's our big weekend. Woo-hoo! Yeah, <laughs> <You know? laughs> it was our big night out. Um, anyway, um, it was funny though because I was thinking about I there when I was taking my notes watching this episode of Sister Wives. There's a comment I make in here. I'm like, I think I literally just said that to Kaya the other day. <laughs> which other comment, which comment? It was, um. When he tells, when, when Cody tells Janelle, it's a really bad idea for you to walk off like this <laughs> to Janelle. <laughs> I'm like, when at that point with like, I got up with Kaya to like, what help, like she wanted to walk around and looked and, you know, you couldn't really like let her run around, obviously. And 
But like, so she kept trying to run. She was, like, we sat up from the bench of the booth and, and we started walking. She just kept trying to shake me off. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. ma'am, you cannot just run off that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Cody says it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, he's talking to Janelle like she's a fucking toddler. Like I literally just said that to Kaya the other night and she's two. Did you, <laughs> about uh, to be two. Did, did you, you also... Know? Did you also ask Kaya if her life was like beer and Skittles or was it just not running off? <laughs> was it Polly? Was, was your life as good as beer and Plural Skittles? Plural marriage is it all, all beer and Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> guess yes. what, guys? Motherhood isn't either. <laughs> yeah, guess what? Guess what? <laughs> um, that whole that whole part of that conversation is like, oh my god! When he was talking about oh the burdens that we don't share with the wives of how hard it is to be the poor oppressed husband in a polygamous family who has all these wives and can dictate everything. Oh mm -hmm. poor guy. Um, yeah. But we'll get to that. Um, so like this whole episode was basically like just this one scene right we had a little bit of a glimpse of cody complaining about the size of janelle's apartment because there wasn't enough room for all his like plaid shirts apparently so <laughs> he couldn't fit his <laughs> ego and his plaid shirts in the closet i don't know he's gonna have to make some choices here cody well the ego's not going we know that so, yeah well yeah. maybe he'll have to put some plaid shirts at um you know robin's um but <laughs> so we had that little scene but mostly it's them all having this conversation um at mary's bring a fire and right? i have to say like i feel like it's getting harder to take notes on this because he keeps mm -hmm. saying so much dumb shit all mm -hmm. day long like i'm like oh well i i'm just gonna read the whole episode it seems like because yeah. all he says is just <laughs> crazy crap coming out of his mouth so yep 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 um yeah and so like this one was whole so like <sighs> the so the the whole thing this at mary's ring of fire conversation ring of fire <laughs> the cir circle jerk that they're gonna have here did you see like the smoke blowing in all of their faces <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, i'm like this can't be good post-covid trying to breathe in this environment <laughs> well it doesn't matter know. he doesn't care anymore because he's had covid he thinks he's invincible now yeah yeah um that <laughs> so um yeah, so they're having this conversation, um, and and, and I, you know, I'm not sure what his point of the conversation was, but it was originally going to be the, the the purported reason for the meeting was Janelle was going to show everybody her plans for her house, like that mm -hmm. was the the reason excuse for them to all get together. But it turned into this Cody's children to process the divorce, and he's trying to do the thing where they're pulling in the other people to help support him i forget my my therapist told me about that there's like the triangle you got the victim and the persecutor and the uh, the neutral person and then are always trying oh, to like my therapists have never my therapist never showed me oh triangle. my god oh my god it's so good it was so so helpful um and it actually would be very helpful to you with um sperm donor um kind of but not really not so much sperm donor mm. as as your brother and his oh uh, that's baby situation. mama situation oh um i forget what, what it's called oh i don't know i'm gonna have to find it 
I don't want to. Yeah, I'll find it. But it's like where it's like a triangle, like you know. Ow! God damn it! (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. It was very loud in my headphones. I hope you're okay. The desk that I'm sitting at, I was, I just went to cross my leg. And I knocked my knee into it. Desk um, one, Katrina zero. That's how we're starting <laughs> off the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to have a big old nasty bruise on my knee now. Um, unfortunately, not for anything fun. <laughs> Every time Although, I, I don't my... know. Hetero life mate needs to get paid. To, if we want to get this out tomorrow, he may need a little extra incentive to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I, every time I hit my knee, I say a Nancy Kerrigan to myself. I'm like, ah, you just spit all oh your I literally just spit all over my <laughs> screen. Oh my god! I'm like, ah, Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya. Oh <laughs> passion fruit sparkling water all over my <laughs> computer I'm now. And microphone, <laughs> phone. Which, by the way, I was a huge Nancy Kerrigan fan. I met her when I was young. So shut up. Huge fun of her. I did. I was big into watching figures game. But yeah. But we digress. <laughs> we digress. Hence okay. the name. Yeah. Mm. We need. We're going to need to um, ask ask the audience um, what they want us to cover after this is over but anyway we'll get back to it because <laughs> the season's watch- ending <laughs> the uh, thousand um, pound sisters we'll, we'll yeah we'll talk about we'll talk about it let's get back to the episode <laughs> <laughs> but we digress but we digress <laughs> um uh, so, <clears throat> so anyway so they're first off they're talking anyway they're trying this triangular thing or like any i can't remember the name of it i'll have to find it back to this so they start talking about the land and like Mr. King of Subdivider and his like little monopoly board. He like rolled a, you know, 12 and he still wants to have his five parts instead of four. Four, He's like, basically because we can, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, is his is um, because we can. And then we build something and rent it out because he still wants to be as king, you know. King of his little, his little uh, slumlord on Monopoly, Monopoly money. <laughs> um, and somebody, oh, how are you? I'm alive. I'm alive. <laughs> he says, I'm alive. God. Oh, he's so dramatic. He is so dramatic. He's not even the one that went to the hospital. I mean, yeah. she didn't even get admitted, but still, at least she went to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> he had his 99.8 degree fever, which is like I not was even dying. a fever. I'm like, no, you were not. <laughs> no, you were not. You were not dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> then Cody's trying to troll for Christine bashing. That's when he starts like trying to pull everybody in. Um, so the in this conversation, so they talk, there's there's this. This this revisit to the one house thing. Not really sure what the purpose of this was. Was it like was it thinly veiled Christine bashing because Christine's the one who didn't want the one house? What was the purpose of this? Because they were like, oh, did you still want you guys talking about wanting one house? Like it came out of the left field. They haven't talked about the one house thing for years. Like why why suddenly are you bringing it up in this moment? Right. Like yeah. what purpose is that serving for you? Except to bash Christine now that she's gone. Because mm-hmm. um, oh, like clarify, it was Christine, not necessarily anybody else that didn't want the one house. Um, 
even though she's the truth revisionist history person herself. <laughs> so it's Cody. The other huge part of this conversation was um, this talk about the boys demand and Cody's demand for an apology for visiting the house to visit the <laughs> house. Cause they have this couple of different times, this conversation, they flashed this part where they're talking about uh, Janelle is going to, well, she's going to go to North Carolina for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Pull my cord out now i'm just like i'm so animated i'm just like yeah <laughs> you have to do you have to pull the cord out at least once an episode i know right if the cord's <laughs> not coming out you're not into it enough <laughs> I, I know right <laughs> just not in just not that much into it um <laughs> oh so so janelle's like yeah is it it's on okay okay i think i hit my volume too because all of a sudden it's like oh okay <laughs> um so, so, um, Janelle's saying how her kids are all probably coming for things or for Christmas, but they're going to get an Airbnb. And then she's like, oh, I'm going to stay at the Airbnb also. And then it's this, well, because you said the the boys weren't, weren't welcome unless they apologized to you. And, and that was it. And then Cody tries to gaslight the shit out of everybody and his revisionist history recap saying oh i didn't say that and then like after 14 times of saying i never said that says well then i corrected it after that and i yeah. i mean they didn't i didn't, i don't recall them showing that <laughs> but we were all there when he mm -hmm. said uh, for millions of people all over the world that no they need to apologize to me and they need to respect me and they need to apologize to robin yeah and, and then I was like, stay out. I don't want to be in this. I don't want to. There be was nothing after that that said, okay, no, you're right. That's kind of extreme. That's weird. Let's just talk about it. You know, there was nothing. And yeah. those, this whole thing, like the, the, the continuous efforts that Cody and it, to some extent on that same conversation, Robin were trying to gaslight Janelle about what was said and what wasn't said. And Janelle's like, I was there. No, this is what you said. Why? Wait, what is happening here? She's like, what right. is happening here? Um, and then with she was com commenting on how Robin was playing dumb about that situation, right? Like how mm -hmm. she was acting, oh, don't bring me into this. I don't know anything about Cody asking for, you know, apologies to me and all this stuff. And Janelle being like, that's bullshit because Cody runs his mouth about all his wives. He can't <laughs> yeah. help it. He's like a sev. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which we see it. I mean, he goes just mumbling to everyone about everything. <laughs> but it was interesting because he mumbling, asked, walking around. Yeah, <laughs> he asked Mary for feedback on what she thought about, you know, what was going on with this conversation. And earlier he asked her if she had something to say about the land but doesn't want anything to do with her so like, you're asking her for all this feedback but you don't even want to be married to her and you don't yes. even like consider her your wife so <laughs> one of my girlfriends said that she looked like a wax figure today like just sitting there um, like why is she there and i'm like now nah, they just they just put a wax figure there and then there's like a button on her for her to say something because nothing she says is really of any relevance or import anyway so they just like have a button and they push yeah they got mary back at the B airb or the the bed and breakfast in utah <laughs> she's, she's a producer hitting a button so on this wax figure of mary <laughs> do you think she's just like 
wanting to stay there just to be like f you like i'm not gonna leave <laughs> just well you know there's that one uh, part of this conversation where you think she's about to have a bit of self-awareness she's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna contemplate saying something but it's about my own situation in this rare display of self-awareness i'm like oh oh she's she's gonna say something because she's saying how she's realizing now that her stuff is is paralleling Christine's or Christine's mm-hmm. paralleled her. She's like, but then Cody doesn't want to work things out with me, but he does want to work it out with Christine. Like, I don't understand. So I might say something and I'm gonna, and I'm like, yeah, okay. She's, yeah, me finally, too. she's finally going to see something, something. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, just letting you know, I've been here and I'm going to be here and I'm going to keep working of it for the next five years, for the next 10 years, 20 years, Robin. I'm here. And I'm like, and it's gone. <laughs> and then of course, Cody says, if you're not with me, you're against, you're against, you're against me, me so you're against off. me, fuck off. But then he's like, ironically, Mary is trying to support me and I don't want to be in a relationship with her anymore. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? How fucked up is this? <laughs> like she, and Mary should be like, well, if you're not with me, you're against me, fuck off. That's what Mary should be saying to Cody. God, Ugh. the way the the how badly gaslit they are is so bad, so bad. But I loved I loved Janelle calling out Robin when, in her couch part about how, Robin just playing dumb. Like I don't know, she's done this before. This happens all the time. Whatever. Like like Janelle mm-hmm. didn't want to come out and say that Robin's full of shit, but she basically said, "Yeah, Robin's full of shit." Yeah, and that tracks with everything. Like- yeah, and Janelle has such a, a like, poli- what what is the word? She's just very neutral and how and just nice about how mm-hmm. she says things in a very like correct matter way. Fact, so it won't, matter of fact, and also just to try to not to offend anyone. So she is very kind in that sense, and but you could see it in her eyes. Like you can see she wants to say more, but she's like her and Christine both are. Well, Christine used to be a little bit more angry i don't know angry is the word but like outspoken but obviously we've seen in this season christine was more you know like quiet and you know less is more with a narcissist you can't really say anything yeah without uh, she learned up, that, so. that yeah that it, it doesn't matter you know right but and she was gonna say like, this and he was gonna say mm-hmm. that and that didn't matter and it didn't change you know she's gonna say what she's gonna say and that's like know. the moment when cody started just yelling for absolutely no reason just to be dramatic this time three, this episode yeah three yeah. women three women were just sitting there listening to him i would have got like yelled screamed gone off like i'm out like i would have not have sat there for two more seconds to listen to him go off like that for no reason yeah it was um, just, and that oh. was is that so that when he's like um We're talking about christine the relationship then it yeah. somehow went sidetracked to I'm looking where I typed in all caps because I was typed. But but the one that caught my eye was checking out Janelle's apartment. It's too small for my giant ego and my plaid shirts. (laughs) (laughs) And it's too short. The nightstand's too short for the love of God. (laughs) Oh, speaking of Cody, not like that's a complaint I've never heard before. I mean, like I get it from a practical sense. It's like an and there's an annoying factor. Yeah. If the you, if your nightstand isn't right, I get that. But come no, on. he just doesn't want to spend time with her. Remember when he was talking about the dogs? So mm-hmm. I had never really paid attention or or really seen Janelle's jaw dogs. She posted on Instagram a picture of her two dogs. I was expecting this like like Charlie size, big labs or something big, crazy. Giant, you know, these little tiny heads. things. 
I know. Tiny. I was like, you're you don't want these little tiny little precious precious babies in your bed with you. They're like this big. Well, like, he doesn't like animals clearly at all, and we know Robin doesn't like animals because she kicked the fucking dog. See, I disagree. I saw you disagree that, video. that that's her. I think it was it was defense. She literally put up her leg as they were walking. She kicked the dog. The, as the dog came towards her, she was walking away and she didn't kick it. She stuck her foot out and then the dog just moved away. It was like force. It was inertia. Like the, it wasn't like. Okay. I'm going to post it. I'm going to ask. I'm going to do a poll. Right, Cause when I think of kicking, right. You bring your foot back and you're going to kick. She didn't bring her foot back. She just literally put it forward. So I think that that one is kind of like, eh, I'm not saying it's she hard doesn't to tell in the, yeah. the slow down video. Yeah, but I, I mean, I can buy that it's hard to tell the slow down video because like, I remember, I mean, I'm a child of the 90s, right? Well, not a child. I mean, I was in college in the 90s and in high school and stuff. <laughs> I mean, I graduated high school in 92. So like, I came of age in the 90s. <laughs> but I remember like the Rodney King thing, right? Mm-hmm. What happened when that went to, went to court part of the defense the police defense on this is they slowed the tape down the video Mm -hmm. of it down and they tried to do this weird reverse engineering thing Uh where there were like um it was rodney king that was doing the aggressing oh they played it like backwards because no they just well they played it really slowly and they they were trying to point out it as a way but instead of it being the police hitting him, mm. like going from here to here, it was him going here to here, going up to them. Uh-huh. That's because that's the defense that they try to put on. And so when I'm he, it, just saying like the manipulation of the video, the explanations and things like that, mm-hmm. the the Janelle or the uh, Robin kicking the dog could, I'm not saying that the, the video was manipulated, but just the very fact yeah. of slowing it down makes it difficult to see what the entire context was. Yeah. So, and I was like, she's I, her yeah, hands. it could be that she wasn't that she was defending like there was a dog coming out. Like I use my foot to uh, you know move my dogs a lot too, right. but I'm not kicking them. Yeah. And I was like, she's holding she had like two kids, one in each hand. So she didn't have her arms free. And it looked like the dog was coming just right towards her. She just put her foot out. But again, I feel like there's so much more we didn't like. It's hard to see the context of that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay. yeah, I was well, like, I'll oh, post huh. the video. Yeah, on Instagram and Facebook, and you guys sound off whether she is mm-hmm. kicking or she's not kicking. So we'll see what the what you guys say. It's a um, it's like a repost of a clip this this woman on TikTok that I follow, um, Mrs. Kickstand, who posts a lot of the. Um, she, she's like, a she, uh, she posts a lot of stuff about the, about, you know, stuff that's happening in lives and she reposts lives and things like that. Um, I want to know where that clip came from. Like, where were they at? (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a, there, if you, there's a way in TikTok to like backtrack where the original came in because this was like a response to something because she had posted it and then somebody said hey can you repost this or slow this down and she said so she re-recorded i don't know so i'm not entirely I'm such sure. a boomer i barely know how to work tiktok i made like a few well, videos you're not and I, a boomer oh. <laughs> i feel like i am i like posted my first tiktok video probably a year ago and i was like woohoo i figured it out sort of not really <laughs> i learned it during pandemic did you yeah i have to play around with it some more yeah um but pandemic ptsd is a thing. I Since agree. You just mentioned pa- pandemic. Anyway, 
totally irrelevant to anything we're talking about right now, but um, it just reminded me that that's something that I'm looking at. I, I saw some mm. stuff coming. It's like, oh, wait, that's a, that's kind of interesting. I want to read more about it. I want to hear more about that. Um, I know I had a difficult time during pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, anxiety and so like I just suddenly was getting anxiety and all that stuff so betterhelp.com to the rescue not an I was ad. pregnant so I just felt like crap the whole time <laughs> I was pregnant and a new mom <laughs> I don't know what was PTSD you know, well, that was you, pandemic well, was you head from your ass at that point yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man anyway okay so back to the Mary's circle of fire <laughs> circle <laughs> I've got fire. Johnny Cash in my head bring now. A fire. Bring a fire. A... <laughs> we need to make a meme. Yeah, I've got so many memes. I haven't had time <laughs> to make them, but they're all in my head, everyone. It's coming. The memes are coming. Excellent. Excellent. Um, so at some point, Robert or Cody deems Robin as the best communicator award. <laughs> and then also calls her a donkey and that it's a compliment now. <laughs> he was what? talking about the circle, the donkey. I was I was trying to figure How out. How the donkey he was goes going around a circle. That. But she, he yeah. said the thing he said about her is call her circling the donkey. But then he said it's yeah. the donkey going around in the circle around the other thing. And I'm like, so wait, is the donkey circling or is the circle? Are you circling around the donkey? I mean, the, the, none of it made sense. But then it's called your donkey because she works really hard. So that's a compliment. So he just called Robin mm-hmm. a donkey. So that's what I'm going to start doing now. I'm just going to go around <laughs> calling people donkeys when I see at work, when I see people working really hard. I'll go to the general counsel. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, hey, you're you're working like a donkey today. <laughs> She'd be like, they're going to be like, you're fired. <laughs> no, yeah. it's a compliment. Go get your union rep. Um, <laughs> hey, fraudcasters. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge. I know I've always had problems with it, whether it was the fit or the quality. Luckily, the perfect t-shirt does exist, and you can find it at Skims, the maker of my perfect t-shirt bra. Now I have the perfect t-shirt to go with that bra. From either crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there's a style for everyone. My cotton jersey t-shirt is now a wardrobe staple for me. I reach for it almost every day, and the fit is so perfect because it snatches me right in at the waist. I've washed it a million times, and it's held its shape really well. It fits like a dream. I absolutely love it. And honestly, you guys, I thought, like, okay, this shirt is going to be too small for me, and it's not going to fit right, and all the bulges are going to show but it doesn't at all. I put it on and it magically stretches to fit me perfectly and it holds all those bulges in. Every little but last bulge that I have is all held in and it looks fantastic. I absolutely love it and it's super, super comfortable and it is it is one of my new favorite t-shirts. You can shop the Skims t-shirt collection at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small up to 4X. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop down menu. Cody Brown said it was a good thing. I'm just speaking of Cody just... Brown, though, I tell you what, I think I told you this the other day. Watching him make, makes me 
a better parent because when I run across yeah. a parenting situation where I have to make a parenting like choice and decision or action, I think, mm-hmm. what would Cody do? And then I do the opposite. <laughs> <It's more laughs> oh my god you know my 19 year old son is coming back from college next week this week sometime for after his first semester so you know I'm watching you know Cody's interactions with his uh barely adult male children and I'm 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 watching very carefully to see what he's doing so that I can do everything exactly the opposite when mine comes home yeah I don't blame you oh my god it does make me feel better about myself as a parent I know, right? At the end of the day, I will love her and I will nurture her and guide her. And that child is so loved. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I will not tell her she can't come for Thanksgiving if she doesn't give me an apology. <laughs> Just come, Christmas. please. Come. Yeah. yeah. What does my son owe me an apology for? Nothing. He's a 19 yeah. year old at his first semester of college. If he doesn't mm-hmm. call me, it's not a personal affront to me. Guess what? The phone goes both ways. I can pick it up and call him. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes I do. This guy, just watching this guy just like drives me crazy. And I'm like, ah! So I pick up the phone and call my kid just because, you know? I'm like, you know, just just say hi. With technology too these days, it's like, it's not hard. I have an iPhone, for instance. Mm -hmm. When I plug something into any calendar, whether it be my MacBook, my iPhone, whatever, everything syncs. I can't go a day without not seeing a calendar reminder or, you know, just any kind of reminder, notification to do something, tasks, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, So why he can't put his kids' birthdays in there and figure that out is beyond me. it's not his responsibility. In his eyes, it's not his responsibility. It's the wives. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's what it all comes down to. And then he's like this whole argument where he's like, don't communicate to the kids from me or something, whatever nonsense he's trying to say. Um, He's like trying to put Janelle in the middle of it. And then he's telling her that she should tell him to call him. No, you should call them. Why are you putting Janelle in the middle of this? Yeah, that's not Janelle's problem. It's mm-hmm. your problem and issue with with the boys or the kids in general, all of them. But, you know, and for some reason, Cody keeps making this comparison with them coming home to some alcoholic family, which this comparison makes no sense because he's like, we're just going to be like alcoholic family without any. That's it. That's all he says. Without yeah, any I context. Was gonna, There's I no context gonna, around. Right. It. And I knew I was like, oh, Katrina has is going to have something to say about this. I mean, I get, I I understand when you talk about an alcoholic family, right? At the holidays when someone's being an alcoholic, crazy alcoholic. Um, (laughs) She's waving her hand, everyone. I'm waving my hand in the air. Um, Like, I just don't care. Seven plus years sober, okay? Um, (laughs) We, um, um, yeah, cause a mess. And, And then I think what he's trying to say is like, the, the fight you know there's a fight and then nobody talks about it the next day you just ignore it right people just mm-hmm. enable and ignore the behavior and, and that it's the consequences the behavior and then the, therefore the the alcoholic doesn't get the proper consequences it's a whole thing i get it i get it but he's just kept saying the alcohol we're not going to be an alcoholic family and I'm like, <laughs> what what are you talking about i just was thinking <laughs> this metaphor and then his chess metaphor too 
Oh, which wow, didn't make yeah. any damn sense. And he's like, but there's three queens and they're all fighting with each other. And and then I the wives yeah. looked dumbfounded. They were like, what is he fucking talking about? Like, what? I don't even think they knew what he was talking about. No. Like and at first he, when he said like every king needs the queen, like the queen has the power. Okay. I, I was I was on board. I was on board. The king for a is minute. nothing without his queen. Right. Okay. Okay. All okay. Right. And then it started going three queens and, and now I'm like, okay, no, I'm not on board anymore. I don't, I'm not. I'm not nope. really sure I mean, why do you try to make up a metaphor just talking about yourself? I mean, just say, <laughs> look, we're married and my wives are fighting. <laughs> I mean, these yeah. three queens. Like, why do you make up a metaphor that doesn't work? whatever then he does some manipulative as fuck gymnastics mental gymnastics about this what he's like uh this is must be what janelle told the kids <laughs> meaning tell them that he said that they can't come unless they apologize because he's trying to deny that he said this right even though we all saw it it was on camera and the whole world saw him say it he's still inexplicably deny saying it right so he's like well janelle must have told the kids that and she can't go back on it now so she has to save her face do you know, say face on camera when she, uh, like what the fuck is that yeah. that was some fucked up manipulative bullshit that he just showed mm -hmm. us how his brain worked right yeah how he can turn it all around and make it somebody else's fault and responsibility he like demonstrated that like we got to see the inner workings of his manipulative ass shit as they mm -hmm. come out you know mm -hmm. yep and he keeps seeking validation and support from mary and robin he needs to get them on his side yeah um and then he keeps putting wood on the fire because he has to appear manly you know there's no <laughs> snow to shovel off a log so he's putting you know wood on the fire Please don't uh, communicate to my children for me, even though he's repeatedly said that they need to do exactly that. <laughs> yeah. <He's> a... <laughs> God, Cody. Um, Cody keeps gaslighting her and saying, Janelle, and saying that she's also culpable mm -hmm. because you didn't reinforce my rules during COVID and that's what turned the boys against me, basically, yeah. is what he's Meanwhile, trying to she's say. like, I follow the CDC guidelines. I'm vaccinated. I'm vaccinated for fuck's <laughs> <laughs> so this is when he loses his shit right he he's that cartoon character that stands up in the it's like the red face and tom like and jerry yeah the steam comes out, out. <laughs> exactly. yeah. right it's that and he's like i can't believe i did all this to save you and your kids and now i'm being persecuted for by my family for the covid rules and then you know like bro I did everything the CDC said, and I'm fucking vaccinated, yeah. which implies to me that some of the others are not. But um, and then she's like, uh-uh, no, I'm, I'm out. She's like, peace, I'm out. Really bad idea for you to walk off on this one. Yeah. Like he's talking She's like, to I'm not going to get yelled at. I'm not going to sit here and get yelled at by everyone, or by, mm -hmm. by him, not everyone. And I agree with her. I mean, it was like, you know, Christine's gone. So now I feel like he's taken all of his anger out towards her. Mm -hmm. He has another outlet and he's using her as that. Right. And it's now. Okay. So, okay. Well, we're, we're, I'm going to get to this in a second then. So let's finish up. So the episode, mm -hmm. the, it, Mary says something about blame. Everybody's been blamed at some point. I don't know. She's completely irrelevant. The, the, the producer pushed the button on the wax, the Mary wax figure. She said something about blame that wasn't relevant to anything. 
Cody goes on and on about whatever his chest analogy. And then at some point he finally settles and actually apologizes to Janelle, which was like, wait, what? And she's like, thank you. But the scenes from next time. So this is the one-on-one. So it's like their version of the tell-alls. They just sit with each of them and do an individual, like individual Mm -hmm. tell-alls. Cody and Janelle both say that they're separated. Mm -hmm. Now, before this aired, over the weekend, there was a big kerfluffle about In Touch Weekly had put out this thing saying that they have confirmed that Janelle has left Cody. They don't say what that is or anything. And I, I mean you're not going to reveal sources, whatever, but they don't say anything about what it is that confirmed it for him, but they're kind of a semi-reputable yeah. outlet. So I would, that you know, I don't know. I would hope they wouldn't put something out that they didn't at least believe whatever, because I don't usually get that from that particular. There's a lot of other rags that don't care. <laughs> yeah. But, um, in any case, so that came out. So that was the talk of the social medias all all weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Was did she or didn't she leave? Well, and of course she changed her Instagram and now it says underneath, uh, like in her bio, just me, smiley face. We talked about that on yeah. this show weeks ago. Did we? We did. We did. I don't even remember. We totally so- did. I don't even know which episode it was, but we totally Actually, mentioned right. that. It's been that way we for did. a while. We talked about it when we're like, it was after like the... Gwen TikTok thing came out and people were like, oh, wait, did she just say that Janelle left you? Oh, no, she's talking about her own mom, Christine. Okay, you know, it was Mm -hmm. right during that because we were were speculating about whether Janelle had or hadn't left. And that was one of the things I said was it says just me on her social media. That's right. We did talk about that. And then one other thing we didn't mention was when Cody and I wrote this down because I thought it was interesting. When Cody said this episode that he had he has his own daddy issues mm-hmm. and he thinks he may have passed them on to his children, but he doesn't talk about what those issues are. So right. that was interesting. I was curious to know, well, what kind of daddy issues did you have? Well, I su- uh, this is like I suspected it or wonder about how, you know, how the way he treats the male children Mm-hmm. Other than Dayton, because apparently Dayton was living at home too. Per Gwen, she released her first reaction video. She did like she would do. She did a watch along of the episode and gave her reaction. Right, this is over on her, on her Patreon. Did you subscribe to it? I did not, but it was provided to me. Gotcha. Well, not the video. I didn't see the video. It's uh, just a, a summary. Yeah, of, of things were provided to me. Um, and, and so, um, I'm not going to go into all of them, but one of the things that she said was, um, it is really interesting, you know, how she treats, how he treats everybody else's kids, the adult male adult males, because Dayton still lives at home and he doesn't seem to have a problem with that. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, is that with the RV? <laughs> think so, maybe yeah. There. So, um, uh, yeah. So, um, um, I think one of the daddy issues might be how historically fundamentalist Mormons have cast out men when they turn 18 mm-hmm. or even younger. 
because the more of them are that are around, the less young women there are for these gross old fuckers that want to just like the, the Warren Jeffs of the world, right? Um, so they historically have cast out the, the the men at around that age. So I wonder if that is like ingrained through, if it's that, that, you know, one of the things he may be talking about, there are a number of daddy issues, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I have mommy issues. Maybe, not yeah. daddy issues. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his dad was just an asshole and talked to them like shit, like how Cody talks to his family, doesn't realize right. it. Right, right. I'm wondering how Cody's dad was to his mom, how he treated his mom. I'm very interested to know. Right. And then his parents got divorced, right? I believe so. There was a divorce somewhere. And then his dad married Janelle's mom or something. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to speculate. If I don't have it right in front of me, I'll get it wrong. And then we'll get. Yeah. Then we don't know anything about it. You guys. don't know anything about the family. We don't know anything. <laughs> I can't keep track of my own life. Well, you're, so. you're, you're, are you listening to us for a factual, completely recap? <laughs> Sorry. <We should. sighs> oh my God. Yeah. But hey, um, but hey, if you're still listening to us, go ahead. Write all the bad reviews you want. I don't care. Just whatever. It is what She's it is. kidding. Leave us five star reviews. It's Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. <laughs> I feel like if you don't like me, which is what the reviews seem to be, it's fair. Totally fair. Don't like me. Yeah. I'm not your style, not your particular brand of whiskey. I get it. Okay. Then don't listen to me. But if you're <laughs> yeah. listening to me and then also leaving the bad reviews to tell me how bad I am, but you're still listening to me, those are what that's what confuses me. But you're still consuming my product. So thanks. I think, I don't know. I don't don't know. know. Um, I know we laugh too much. I breathe too heavy. Those are, I giggle too much, I guess. Even though, you know what? It's funny when I listen back to our recordings, you and I both laugh, but we have a similar laugh because sometimes I'm like, is that me or you? Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) So we can't tell the difference. We both laugh. We have fun. Fun is a good thing, everyone. You should yeah. do it more often. Have fun. They laugh. laugh. They laugh it won't kill much. you. Laughter is medicine. Sorry. 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 I mean, we're trying. We're trying to figure out our flow, guys. We are. And we we do appreciate constructive feedback. That is very helpful as we figure this out. I promise mm-hmm. you that that is helpful. Um, it's also completely fair if you just don't like me or don't like us or don't like some aspect of the show. That's totally fine. Everybody has different tastes. Everybody consumes their stuff differently. I mean, there's, there's podcasts that I used to hate that I love now. Mm-hmm. When I first started listening to crime junkie, I wasn't a fan of theirs and, and it, everybody else loved it. It blew up around me. And I was like, I don't like it. And then I, I mean, I didn't go leave them a review and said how terrible they were or anything. I just didn't listen. Yeah. But then I started listening again. Um, and then I totally love it now. And I listen to it with my um, stepdaughter when I drive her to school. We listen to those episodes. Mm. Um, they're good. There's not a lot because they don't do a lot of talk filler like we're doing right now. Mm. And there's also um, it's clean. It's not there's no bad words. There's no explicit. Um, mm. So so that, you know, you don't have to worry too much about completely inappropriate stuff. And it's a good length. 
it's like two trips. <laughs> like we listen to like a half an episode on like Monday and then we'll listen to the second half on Tuesday when I drive her to school and then her dad picks her up. So otherwise I can't, I don't listen that way, but so <laughs> in the mornings we listen anyway, sister wives is coming to an end. I don't know how many parts the one-on-ones are going to be. History has been like two episodes, but I don't really know. Um, I have no, I didn't look or anything. I don't know. Um, but we're going to have to start covering something else. I mean, we're still covering unsolved mysteries. That's we're that's separate, but what's going to replace sister wives for now. We have a new season of doctor. Now my 600 pound life starting this week, I believe. Um, we also have a new season of thousand pound sisters starting. Those are like, well, thousand pound sisters is kind of like trash, but so it's kind of like one of the, it's closer to a 90 day, but not nearly as bad as what a 90 day is. It's not going to be a level of like sister wives is a little more highbrow mm-hmm. on the TLC side, <laughs> but that is also on TLC. Um, so we could do something there. Um, there's other shows that I would love to cover too, but I want to pick something that's on regular cable, you know, and not on yeah. a paid streaming site you know, for at least one, the main show, you know? Um, yeah. I'm open to whatever. I love thousand pound sisters. They make I love thousand pound sisters too. That might be, that might be a good one to cover then. Cause I love I that love show. Them. They're hilarious. We do. And then of course we do bingo for Dr. Now. And oh, I think so 600, when does 600 pound life start? It's supposed again? to, I think it's this week. Oh, I love that show too. Yes, we, we play both, bingo. Right? We do bingo with that one. And we also, I think we're going to start bingo with Thousand Pound Sisters. Mm, I think okay. that reminds me that because my three girlfriends, Natasha, Melissa, and I, like one of them does the cards for Sister Wives, which we haven't been using because the season is just so not like it's the normal season. Yeah, it's not been. normal. Yeah. It's not, not following the same script. Um, and then Natasha makes them for my 600 pound life. And I I'll start making them for thousand pound sisters. <laughs> I love it. Um, and we do a group watch of it. That's how I do my first watch of sister wives. And then I mm-hmm. do watch it again, um, to like, make sure I have notes and see it again, you know, catch everything. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Cody's fragile ego blows up and he recounts his near death experience with his yeah. 99.8 degree bout with COVID. <laughs> I did write down near death. He was talking yes. about, I'm like, that just is not okay. Like there are people who have died and people who are really mm-hmm. sick from COVID and you are being dramatic, overly dramatic in your near death experience that you you stayed in a closet like like yeah (laughs) you weren't even at the hospital listen if you were if you felt good enough to hold up your cell phone and record for tlc you weren't that sick because when i had covid i could barely keep my eyes open and could barely move like there was no holding the phone it took every effort to just do everything that I needed to do. Like get up to use the restroom. <laughs> oh, for feed, feed my child, you know, change a diaper, <laughs> took everything out of me. Like, right. I bet. I bet. Oh, that's awful. That's awful. Um, well, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. Still haven't gotten it, but um, thank God. I, I still, I still actually need one more booster. Um, but I couldn't get it because uh, when I was supposed to get it, because <laughs> I, I was sick with the mm-hmm. other thing. And so now I um 
which I'm much better about. I'm still some residual coffee yeah. and stuff, but because there's like still some gunk in my chest, but um, you sound a lot better. I feel so much better. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's completely been. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Every day I was getting better. And like, even now, like, I mean, I'm fine. And if I start coughing and stuff and then like, it's, it'll takes me by surprise because I'm not coughing regularly. Like I was mm-hmm. a couple of days ago or whatever it was. So yeah, um, which is good because I'm going to go get my hair did this week. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go see Lauren on Tuesday, I believe it is. I believe it's. Do you know what you're going to do yet? Um, Not entirely sure. I think I, okay, I want to go air, see, see what more bluish purple, like a darker because this is winter. Mm-hmm. I do have to present to the general council like on Thursday morning this week. So I don't want to be completely <laughs> crazy. Like, uh-huh. um, but Thursdays, it's also my office holiday party. So oh, nice. Um, yeah. So no, I don't know. I think like I liked the mermaid look, um, but I think maybe a little darker for the winter. Yeah. You know, with like maybe a maybe take the blue that's in here and go dark go like another like some, more of a solid color like one i mean no one no, color. no no no. i still think like maybe like a dark like like kind of an ombre almost uh-huh. like if you go with the blue that's already in here which you can't really see right now because it's all tight yeah back, but um you take like the darker of the blues which is mm-hmm. like back here and then the next step between blue and purple or something and then like mm-hmm. a dark purple you know what i mean yeah instead yeah. of going lighter because of these colors the blue is like the darkest mm-hmm. than the, the teal or the and the green right so that'll be awesome i like yeah it. so maybe maybe something like that i don't know go for it we'll see i needed to make sure i got it all done before christmas stuff because pictures and stuff and i can't mm-hmm. wear just like a headband in everything <laughs> oh you know what this headband reminds me of that i have on like right now what speaking of thousand pound sisters what is the brother's name what's his name again oh my god michael no that's the husband no. that's amy's husband the brother's wife she uh-huh. wears this headband that's ridiculous like i don't know if she i think like she's losing her hair or her hair the line is going back super far but she's got this ridiculous headband that she wears all the time 24 7 so much so that mm-hmm. i commented on it last season watching it so um that's kind of what i have going on right now although i'm not yeah. necessarily doing it to to cover like the gray roots that are all coming in with this <laughs> with this color for those of you guys who know what my hair looked like it's like blue and green mermaid and all this stuff but now it's growing out so now i have all these like gray dark roots that are coming in um so <laughs> i can cover it with my with my headband but um roots yeah. problems too i have the grays his name it's chris duh chris okay and yeah. his wife like Brittany or something oh i don't know oh <sighs> I have to refresh my memory of this. Season. I went down a massive Facebook rabbit hole on her family because oh, did you? Her family last name is Turpin. There's a Turpin in her family, and I had just watched like the House of Horrors, Turp- the Turpin family, the Turpin Thirteen thing. Oh, They're the people who is. who um, locked their children up inside. There was like thirteen kids, <gasps> yes, and they locked yes, them all up inside. Crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? 
That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Yeah, if you go and you look at her pictures, mm-hmm. I'm looking. Um, yep, she has this this headband on. See Brittany without a hairband. <laughs> oh, she cute. She has yeah. cute headbands on. Oh, yeah. So she's got some some hair thing hair issue that she's losing mm-hmm. like her hair. So she wears these headbands to 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 yeah. cover that because of her receding hairline is such yeah. that it's so bad. Um. But she's yeah. So, and apparently Chris from the preview, Chris looks good. Like he's following yeah. his his diet and everything. Um, Tammy gets married. It, Amy has another baby. Like mm-hmm. it's just a lot that's going to be happening. Uh, Tammy, I'm excited. Tammy in the rehab facility. She's had that trach for like two years now. I I have no idea. I didn't know people kept them that long. <laughs> I don't know how long she, why, I mean, she's better that she's living at a rehab facility because she needs people to take care of her, but um, otherwise, because uh-huh. she didn't, wasn't doing well living on her own, you know, making choices about the men she was dating and stuff. So yeah, and at well, least she also this guy doesn't. Anything. What? She also didn't post anything on social media for a long time. So fans were speculating about mm-hmm. her health and how right. she was doing. So thank God when I saw her on the previews, I was like, oh, she's goodness so gracious. I was worried. Yeah, I was happy to see that the guy she married doesn't appear to be one of the skinny feeders that she'd been dating yes. before, you know, mm-hmm. so I was um, encouraged by that. Um, yeah, but they have matching traits, which is really interesting to me. Yeah because <laughs> they're both in the know. rehab facility yeah i don't know i think like one of two things is going to happen they're going to be there and support each other and they're both going to get better or they're going to be in a codependent type of relationship where good. yeah 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 so we'll say hopefully it's it's the you know i see it both ways awesome. with um alcoholics people i know in like aa mm-hmm. and things like that because depending i mean there, there's not like any i've never studied i don't know what the, what, what the patterns are but you know you do see a lot of relationships these marriages that are fantastic between people who are both addicts that are in mm-hmm. recovery um but then you also see them crash and burn because one will relapse or you know whatever the situation is so i i see all yeah. kinds i see it's really interesting um, so I, I imagine it's similar with people with food addictions, you mm-hmm. know, um, so, you know, cause it's all kind of the same and you, that you need food to survive. So that's like, how do you do, like, I abstain from alcohol, the thing that kills me that I am, you know, addicted to, mm-hmm. I can abstain from that. But if you're addicted to food and you need food to live, like that's a harder, you can't abstain from it. So that's a right. different, like, I don't, that seems really hard to me. But that's because obviously what my experience has been with 
Yeah. And, you know, addiction is addiction. So if these people aren't getting the proper treatment and help, mm-hmm. then they, that food addiction, if they can't physically eat the food that they want to eat to the point of, you know, feeling better, then that's when they turn to drugs and alcohol. And so mm-hmm. many of these people have these surgeries and have never had an alcohol or drug addiction. But right. Turn and then to all that of a sudden, well, yeah. one, it also changes the way you absorb alcohol. So you're, mm-hmm. so you're, it affects you completely in a different way, but then yeah, you get the transfer addictions. I had a transfer yeah. addiction to ice cream. Like ice. I was literally like, like I was like nine months sober. And I was just like, I started thinking about ice cream the way I used to think about booze. It was like, I would do ah. a mental inventory of what ice cream I had at home. Mm-hmm. Did I have enough? Do I need to stop and get some on the way home? Mm-hmm. What if I'm going to be in the mood for, maybe I need to get three different kinds in case I'm in the mood for this one. And if I run out, you know, all of those things, that's the the mental thing that I went through with booze. And mm-hmm. so like, once I realized it was happening and I was talking to my doctor about it, she was like, yeah, no, don't ha- keep ice cream in the house anymore. And we talked about it. And, um, cause you know, I'm very open about my addiction with my doctor yeah. who's now left the practice of medicine post COVID. She's one of them. Um, and she was so great too. I loved her. My primary care doctor. Um, and, um, yeah, she was like, yeah, no, don't, don't keep ice cream in the house. Like you can have ice cream if you like go out with people, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. um, but don't keep it in the house. And I talked to my therapist about it, but yeah, it was like a full on transfer addiction. Wow. And I didn't want to light up those same neural pathways. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's very, very interesting because other Mm -hmm. things don't do that to me, but that particular mm. thing did, you know, in, even with my like hyperfixations, my ADD, ADHD hyperfixation stuff, it's different than when I switch into addictive behavior. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's a different, it's a different kind of fixation. It's not like mm. my hyperfixation of, Ooh, I'm going to put install crown molding in my bedroom this weekend type of thing. It's, you know, it's yeah. a completely different thought process so mm-hmm. yeah because I used to be like okay well what do I have what booze do I have at home usually not a lot because I would drink if it's there I drink it <laughs> you know yeah it wasn't like oh you know you trick yourself right you you buy like all this stuff and, oh that's for the whole weekend right I'll just this is for Friday this is for Saturday this is for Sunday or whatever and then you drink it all on Friday like, <laughs> like oh who gosh. are we fooling <laughs> um, yeah anyway but we digress. <laughs> but we digress. Anyway, so maybe it sounds like Thousand Pound Sisters might be the way to go. Um, we are also would love to do other stuff, um, just other documentaries. I know we were talking about wanting to do The Vow season two from mm-hmm. um, HBO. Some talk about the um, the Nexium cult and and that. Um, and we're, I'm like totally happy to, to to do lots of this stuff. Um, but I also don't want as the main show, like a main thing that we do to be on a, stri- a paid streaming platform because, mm-hmm. you know, people don't all have them. Um, anyway, <laughs> I think that's all we got, right? Yeah. So, so. they're separated. And um, it'll be interesting to find out if it's a, like a trial run for a later separation or uh i think we're gonna see another season and it's yeah, gonna be are. the janelle show janelle and christine yep i hope here's yep. hoping lord knows we can't do a cody robin and mary show anymore i mean that <laughs> God help us. i, I mean they, they I they've resorted it. to re- replacing mary with a wax figure this, this episode yeah. so i mean come on now <laughs> uh, <sighs> 
Let's go back to Utah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like we said, the, the single life, the uh yeah, the brown edition. The single they're gonna life. they're gonna go on um seeking sister wife. Yeah. <laughs> we just need TLC to do all the shows. We need it, we need a, a you uh-huh. know, let's make like a thousand pound people in polygamy relationships with <laughs> let's just do it all at once. Do it all. Seeking a sister yeah. wife from another country exactly yep <laughs> i'm in i'm in tlc i'm in, Take- I'm in. who's yeah. who and while the one in america is in jail yeah <laughs> you're throwing in the uh you gotta do the love after lockup because that's matt sharp <laughs> oh gosh all of it all of it okay <clears throat> thank you guys for tuning in sound off on all the social medias we want to hear what you guys have to say and what you have to think about all the stuff there's so much that's going on here if you subscribe to gwen's patreon you know people can discuss that as well come join our facebook group um if you like the show please leave us a five-star review and a nice review if you like us yeah <laughs> listening to us please um and um check out our website fraudcast.com thefraudcast.com go check that out we've got some merch we've got some uh, new merch stuff coming in the works cody is just a gold mine so <laughs> there are other stuff coming um i've got the new baby onesie and crop top up there that's the girls just want to have fundamental human rights <laughs> onesie um that is up there and um yeah thanks for tuning in love you guys bye hey fraudcasters you know i used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting they were the first thing to take off when i got home but skims has changed all that you guys know i love my skims fits everybody t-shirt bras i own them and just about every shade now i wear them every single day when i leave the house and they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give but what i was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are even the underwire bras that i wear all day i barely even notice definitely not the first thing i take off when i come home anymore Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.